morning. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you because you have given us grace to be here. We are persuaded that great things are happening tonight. We are persuaded that great things are happening tonight. For you that has begun this good work this morning, you're seeing it to accomplishment with the day of Christ. We exalt you, O God. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you all the worship. Somebody thank him for his presence in your life. His presence in your life. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. Choir, thank you. Greet your neighbor on the left, your neighbor on the right. Ask them, how are you? How is life? What are you doing with yourself? Happy New Year. What is the Lord telling you this year? Ask them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you putting a camera there? Huh? Are you going to put a camera there? Huh? Okay. Praise God. You have, you have heard with your very own eyes. I mean ears and seemingly with your very own eyes. Uh, the presentation that has been made in the house this morning regarding going to Bible school. Praise God. We are submitted to Andromach Ministries. We ascribe to that Bible school. It's the one we recommend. <laughs> Praise God. There are many wonderful Bible schools, but that is the one we recommend. Praise God. You can go to another one, but that is the one we recommend. I have not introduced you to any other on my altar, and you know that. Because it's important, very, very important, what a man studies. Praise God. So thank you very much, Mr. Hans Buxton, for being here and doing it yourself. It means a lot. Praise God. It means a lot. So it's a pleasure to have you. Our students will enroll. A couple of people have been telling me that they, are going, part, they, they want to start this, this year. Quite a number of people have already signed quite a number of forms, and we will continue signing more and more in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Adriel Austin Chizito, Nachiganda Comfort, and Isaac Kukiriza. Those are children to be dedicated right now in a minute. Can you come, parents? Can your children bring you? Praise God. As they are coming, we have a Christian fundamental class. Praise God. Uh, there's a Christian fundamentals teaching class. For those of you who have just become born again recently and you want to know what it means to be born again, you want to hem into understanding the life of Christianity. So it's immediately after service. Just up here, upstairs, there's a building there. When you go out, you'll take the stairs either on your right or your left, and then you, you will find the, the, the class that will begin immediately after service. Praise God. Hallelujah. Men's conference. Tell your neighbor, men's conference. How many men have so far registered? Put up your hands if you have. Okay, how many have not yet registered and you're a man and you're in this building? Put up your hands. Put up your hands. Okay, wonderful. After service, kindly go in the back. We will register you. The, the meeting is going to take place here. We're going to fix as many men as we can. We'll create overflow also because we have a good problem, which is space. Hallelujah. So pray for us that day. Uh, believe with us that day, it's going to be one of the most epic men conference you have ever seen. We enjoyed last year. This year, it's going to be 
more awesome. Praise God. Um, the other thing, of course, there's registration. For those who haven't registered and you feel you want to register online, there's a, there's a, there's a, 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 line, a link there. HTTPS uh, you will read it there and then you copy it or something like that. Praise God. Now, this year 2019, if you plan to get married 2019, praise God, please register in advance with us and give us the tentative dates you plan to get married. You understand? Why? Because last year we faced a very good problem. You understand? How many of you got married last year? Put up your hands. Just last year alone. Straight. Put up your hands. Put up your hands. You see? So, counseling, what, what, what? It was too much for us. So we want people to register in, in advance such that we do the counseling, um, some of the counseling, some, not all, but some of the counselings in groups, praise God, because we find ourselves repeating ourselves and eating pork every time we're repeating ourselves because they have to cook pork for the prophet to speak. <laughs> oh, whoever invented pork, thank God. But we, those of you who, uh, some of you have already approached me, hey, and, 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 and you've told me, oh, this is my year. It's register immediately with Philip Kaheru. I think the number will be on the screen. Or oh, Jacinta Kaheru. There are two phone numbers there. Write them right now in, as, as we are praying. I want those numbers to stay up there for people to write them while we pray for the children. Praise God. So who is who? Who is that? Adrian and who is that? Who? Comfort and who is that? Uh, who? Isaac. Okay. Praise God. All right. Stretch forth your hands towards these children. Father, thank you for Adriel Austin, for Comfort Nachigand, and for Isaac Kukiriza. Thank you for giving us these children. Thank you because we are giving them to you now. The Bible says you are able to keep that which is committed to you. These parents are committing their children to you. To you, God, to you. And tonight, God, is a memorable experience, life and day for these children also as a rites of passage on the 13th, January 2019, that tonight heaven has recorded that everything that pertains to the life of these children and how they're raised up in the way of the Lord, even as the parents will do their part, God, they've given the bigger part to you, God. Raise our children in the way they should go. Let them not be deceived and departed. Uh, in the perversions of the time. Let them stay ahead of their peers. Let them go upward and upward only. Let them have a wonderful life. Let them too grow up, get married and have children. Let them have everything there is for this world. Satisfy them while it's still early. God, let them see your goodness in the land of the living. You said your children shall I teach and their peace shall be many. May their peace be many in this world. May they flow in an anointing like they've not seen on their parents. In Jesus' name, we've prayed and believed. Somebody shout, Amen. Praise God. God bless you. Wow. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Deuteronomy 28, verses 8. If you're there, you say, Amen. Deuteronomy 28, verses 8. If you're there, you say, Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Soon we are starting second service. Pray for us, okay? Yeah, because we run out of space quickly, which is a good thing. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 28, verses 8. Now, the Bible says, the Lord shall command the blessing upon thee. Okay? The Lord shall command the Oh, I didn't bless your offering. Father, I thank you for the giving of your people. Multiply them, increase them. In Jesus' name, we prayed and believed. Amen. Also, I was asked by the finance team to ask you who feel, who put it in envelopes, to tick and write whatever it is, because many envelopes don't have words on them. Either it's tithe, partnership, whatever, offering, whatever it is, you have to tick and write on it. Eh? Just write on that envelope. At least borrow a pen. Eh? It's important. Praise God. Now, Deuteronomy 28, verses 8. You'll open your Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verses 8. The Bible says, The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses. Somebody shout hallelujah. He promised it. He said he shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses. Now, I want you to note the word the blessing. He didn't say a blessing. Are you hearing me? He did not say he shall command a blessing. He said he shall command the blessing. Praise God. In scripture, there's a difference between a blessing and the blessing. What is the blessing? It is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. Are you hearing me? The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and he addeth no sorrow. So, Every time you're reading the Bible, differentiate a blessing and the blessing. Are you following me? In this instance, they're talking about the blessing. Not a blessing. Not simply blessings, plural. But it says the blessing. Have you understood that? When they talk about the blessing, it is the blessing of the Lord. It is that thing that divine enablement on you that makes you rich and God addeth no sorrow to it. That's the blessing. That is why we tell you to do your principles, your tithes and your offerings. In Ezekiel, I think, 44 verse 30, is it? Uh, have you ever read Ezekiel 44 verses 30? He says, in the, uh, can you open there, please? He says, and you shall bring of all, the first of all fruits, right? Of all things and every oblation of all and every sort of oblation shall be the priest. He shall also give the priest the first of your door. Listen, that he may cause again the blessing to rest in thine house. You see? Cause the blessing to rest, to settle in your house. The blessing, not our blessing. First fruit, when you give your first fruit, you don't receive a blessing. No. The priest causes the blessing to settle in your house. Did you get it? It is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich, and in he addeth no sorrow. 
Okay? Now let's go back to Deuteronomy in that understanding. He says, The Lord shall command thee blessing upon thee in thine storehouses, and in all that thou settest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord has given thee. It is the mind and pattern of God to bless you in the land where he has given you. Are you hearing me? You are and will be blessed in the land the Lord has given you. It is the instruction of God. It's the intention of God to bless you, to command the blessing in the land God has given you. So that means you don't need to go to the United States of America to be rich. Hello. You don't need to go to, 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 to any nation to be rich. I'm not saying that all of those who go to those nations are wrong to go there. For some people go there with purpose. God has ordained a purpose and place for them to serve there or do whatever they have to do. Some for a, time, for a lifetime, some for a short while. They'll do it a couple of years and come back. For some there is purpose and for some it is simply poverty. Are you hearing me? But if a man moves one nation to another because of poverty, that man has not yet known and understood what God has spoken pertaining his life. He has spoken with his mouth and told you that he shall command the blessing upon you in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thine hand unto and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord has given you. Even if you live in the most remote place of this nation, God will bless you there. Somebody shout hallelujah. And so going to different places to earn a living, it's okay if there is divine purpose. But if there is no divine purpose, I beseech thee by, mercy, by the mercies of God, pray again about it. You understand? Because we have people, like you've seen the Indians, they left India with nothing and came and made a living here. What did they find here? Some did not go in first world countries and they've made millions of dollars in this very land where another man is living to go to another land to make a living. You understand? The blessing of the Lord blesses you everywhere you are. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now, this is the promise. He says he shall command the blessing. He shall speak a blessing. Ah, yeah. Somebody say hallelujah. <laughs> when you carry the blessing of the Lord, he says your storehouses shall be full. Hallelujah. And he says, and everything you set your hand to do, it shall be a success. Everything. That's the blessing of the Lord. It goes even beyond money. Everything your hand is set on to do, it is blessed. Your ministry will be blessed. Your marriage will be blessed. Your career is blessed. Everything is blessed. It is the blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich and he, God, addeth no sorrow to it. When people say, oh, more money, more problems, they are not under the blessing of Almighty God. The blessing of Almighty God does not bring problems in the money he gives you. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now the Bible says, the Lord shall establish thee, establish thee a holy people unto himself as he has sworn unto thee. Thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. And all, the Bible says, the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of you. Come on, shout. I'm talking of a blessing that makes people fear you. I'm just not talking about a blessing that makes people respect you. No, I'm talking about, woo! I'm talking about something that settles on your spirit and people start to fear you. Did you understand what I just said? The fear of the Lord comes upon them 
when they see you because you are the blessing of the Lord. Somebody say, I'm blessed to the level that will cause men to be afraid to the glory of God. And it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. The church is entering a place, and I must warn you, the church is entering a place where people will fear us because of the blessing of God upon our lives. This week I was listening to a young man. He came to tell me a story. This guy started with something like four million, four million. And in one day he was listening to a sermon. It made him so crazy. And he made a very crazy prayer. And he told me in a couple of weeks, his capital increased from four million shillings to four million dollars. Are you seeing that? Days. How? Somebody out of the blue came and gave him four million dollars for capital. May God, may God surprise you. I said, may God surprise you. And it's true. He told me now the people around me, they don't know what to say. They fear him. That's a good fear. Hallelujah. It is the blessing of the Lord. And don't be sorry to be blessed. You know, some of you are so religious. Oh, why is he talking about money? He's supposed to be preparing people for heaven. Oh, listen, some of us have a long time before heaven. <laughs> Praise God. We don't intend to die next week. Somebody shout hallelujah. It is the blessing of the Lord. And he said, that he shall establish thee. He will make your holy people. And the people of the earth shall see you. And they will know that you're called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid. And the Bible says, and the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. I don't know whether you read these things. He shall make you plenteous with what? With goods. Somebody shout hallelujah. In the fruit of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord has sworn unto thy fathers to give thee. That is why when you get money, you must do something, you, you must buy land, you must own animals. You understand? There's a blessing in there. Hallelujah. Did you get it? Yeah, you have gotten it. Praise God. Because he has promised fruit in the ground. Either you'll build a building there or you'll plant something there, but whatever it is, you must own property and you must build there. You must do something on that property. Somebody shout hallelujah. It's your blessing. And the Bible says, verses 12, and the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. Eh, as though that's not enough. The heaven to give thee rain unto thy land in his season. Did you hear that? Not in the season of the world. But in God's season, right? It means when you plant, God gives you the water, the rain. Hallelujah. When you do business, he sends the customers. When you start a ministry, he sends the members. Oh, he will send you rain. He will give you everybody and everything you need to be a success. Somebody shout hallelujah. Say the blessing of the Lord. And to, the Bible says he'll give you rain to bless all the work of thine hand. Right? To bless all the work of thine hand. That means he'll bring things, people, circumstances, situations to bless the work of your hand. 
you will not invest with wicked people. Hallelujah. The plunderer will be far from you. You'll not be duped by these guys who, who go about duping and stealing people's money in fake deals. You, you'll not fall for a gold deal and then, oh, some of you have. May the Lord have mercy on you. Huh? Some guy, there's like a gold deal. He, no, there's, there's some guy who's selling some, some equipment, some in an industrial area, but there are only two in the country. He's coming, the Englishman said, and then you pay money, boom, and then they hit you. <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody who has hit so badly and he called me and told me, Apostle, these people think they've stolen my money. I told him, yes, they have. <laughs> Why weren't you led by the Holy Spirit? How do you just give money to a stranger? Oh, no! Far from you in the mighty name of Jesus. Those little fake money schemes. How? Recently, I want people, don't invest in D9 don't invest in cryptocurrencies. Then some guy told me, I lost money. I told him, good for you. Because we warned you last year, don't invest there. Hallelujah. Everything you invest in is a success. The Lord will tell you, don't invest here. Don't deal with this fellow. Somebody shout, hallelujah. It is the blessing. Now I'm going to the favorite part. And thou shall lend to many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Hallelujah. I know that people say, I oh, know it's, it's, it's okay. It's not okay debt. It's a good debt if you're doing it. No, 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 no. Listen. He said, you shall not borrow. It's not a command. It's a promise. Because of the blessing. You won't need to borrow because he has given. Oh, but what if I don't see money yet? Even if you don't see it. You know, <laughs> one time, I remember very well, I'll tell you this wonderful testimony. First year of Fanero. The first year was a very interesting year for those of the people who are in the finance department. It was understanding faith. <laughs> we had nothing, literally nothing. Are you hearing me? And I remember during that time, the numbers increased in the first three, four months in La Bonita, and people started fainting literally in air. Not because of the Holy Spirit, no. But that we were so packed that the air condition would not, air conditioners would not hold us. Some of you remember those days. People on the sides, down, on the stairs, outside. On the some were watching, some were just listening. Some would walk away because they didn't have anywhere. The whole lobby was full. You had no place to put people. And so we say, by faith, let's move into the MTN arena. During that time, our collections a week were like two million. In that mass of people, are you hearing me? I would have been tempted to. To start manipulating people, you understand, and then speak things to cause you to give. Because, you know, you can take an hour. You know, people are funny. And, and that's why we teach most, because, you see, we, I cannot spend 20 minutes, 30 minutes telling you how to give. If I'm a giver. Do you understand? It will work automatically in my own. Are you hearing me? 
Sylvia will tell you the CO4, I mean, yes, she'll tell you that even when we were in negative in the first one or two months, I gave our first fruit. Even when we were in negative, we gave our tithes. I told them, for us, tithe is a principle. Our first fruits are a principle. There is no sort of negotiation there. We had a huge need. I remember, we were negative by some millions. You're operating a service by negative. But we never put the principles of God below the need that we had. We always put the principles of God above our need. Are you hearing me? So we get to a place of transitioning. And when we transition, we want to go into the MTN arena then. No camera, no pen, no instrument, no nothing, zero. MTN arena is this empty thing with nothing. Some of you should know these stories and, and fear and love the Lord more. And during that time, we start praying, oh Lord, money, money, from east, money, come from the west, money, flow from the south, money, we called money, spoke to it in every kind of language. You understand? And then money, it, it, started, it started to act like it was not hearing. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Pastor Zach is my witness. Some very rich fellow in the ministry comes, very rich fellow. He comes in, one of those days, I was with Pastor Zach seated in a room and he was seated there. And he said, I have a preposition, he said. Then our budget to move into the MTN arena was about 55 million. How much did we have on the account? Over two, over three. Three versus 55. You understand, he was like telling the time, 3.55 p.m., you understand? And you're receiving two, 2.3, 2.5 million a month. I mean a week. That's about 8 million a month. Aye. You understand? With all the needs that were there. With how much we needed to run a service. Hmm? And then this guy comes with a preposition. He says, you see, I see that you're a very young man and you're very gifted. And when I saw that you have a need, I felt in my spirit. I felt led by God in my spirit. To give you guys a loan. So I said, a loan of how much? He said, to a tune of 300 million. What? He said, to a tune of 300 million, whichever you like, I can, you know, give you. So I asked him, what are the terms? He says, no interest. Time of payment, anytime you get the money. Some of you are clapping. Don't. Don't clap. Proverbs 22 says that he, the, the borrower, is a servant to the lender. The borrower is a servant to the lender. Somewhere in Proverbs. So I tell him, let me go and pray about it and then I'll get back to you. So I went to God and I said, you didn't lend this guy money. You gave him. 
Why is he lending to you? Did you hear that? You did not lend him money. You gave him. Why is he now lending to you, God? And God answered me simply, servanthood. If you take that money, you'll become a servant of him. He shall be your head. You understand? Slavery. I was going to become a servant of a man because he had given me access to a loan without interest and to pay as long and any time I want. So next time I meet him, I asked him, why are you lending us money? You know what he said? He said, you see, some of you young men don't know how money comes. I said, mm-hmm. He said, if I give you, you'll take things lightly. You'll take it for granted. You, I want you to work for it. Because if I give you so much, you'll take it for granted. He said, you're not ready to handle that amount of money. I told him, okay, the Lord has told me not to take it. What are you going to do? How, why are you going to get the chairs? Why are you going to get... So he started to tell me everything we need and I don't have. I just said in my heart, If you have understood it, shout hallelujah. We moved into that, that empty arena by faith. We rented equipment, rented chairs, and amazingly, the moment we moved there, we had enough to rent equipment. To rent equipment. That year, God gave us equipment close to about 400 million. Hello? Are you hearing me? Our giving from that financial year, the first, first financial year, imagine the whole year was 270 million, but going into the next financial year, we were already past a billion shillings. And then it kept tripling, multiplying, doubling, tripling, and every year we're in billions and billions and billions of shillings. So that time I went to Pastor Zach and I joked and I said, there's some guy who didn't want to spoil us. And the Lord did! <laughs> Give somebody a high five and tell them, may the Lord spoil you. <laughs> Hallelujah! It's okay if they don't want to spoil you with money. My God will lavish you. Hallelujah. He said he shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ. Somebody shout hallelujah. Our faith is in the Lord. The Lord lavished us. And every day our giving is going up. By the way, thank you for making it possible. Thank you for keeping me from the lender. Thank you. For keeping me from the lenders. Thank you. Praise God. And guess what? I didn't put pressure on men to give even in the worst. 
Now we have the biggest equipment in the country. The biggest. Praise God. This is just a fraction of what we have. It's just a fraction, a little fraction. It's close to a quarter. Praise God. The Lord has been good. Somebody shout hallelujah. The Lord has been good. Land, Chisasi. Five acres of land. Praise God. As a ministry, already in the fourth year, we have close to about eight properties. In our names. Debt free. <laughs> Praise God. And we've not had a conference or anything that we've not funded ourselves. It's fully funded to the glory of God. We have bought properties for four, now I think five churches. We've even bought four. They need money, 40 million, we buy for them land. Praise God. Ay, 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 ay. Hallelujah. So tell your neighbor, we are not poor. So he said, you shall lend unto many. He didn't say one nation. He says, you shall blend unto many nations, and thou shall not borrow. You shall not borrow. Deuteronomy 15, 6 says, for the Lord thy God bless thee, as he has promised thee, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, but thou shalt not borrow. And he says, and thou shalt reign over many nations, but they shall not reign over you. Somebody say, hallelujah. And that is why in the next verse he says, the center of my teaching, the Lord shall make thee the head. He doesn't just want to bless you. He wants to make you the head and not the tail. And thou shall be above only and thou shall not be beneath if thou shall hearken unto the commandments of the Lord which I command thee this day to observe to do them. He says he shall make you the head and not the tail and thou shall be above above only and thou shalt not be beneath men. Somebody shout hallelujah. Second Samuel 22 verses 44. He says and thou and also thou hast delivered me from the strivings of my people thou hast kept me to be head over the heathen. That is foreigners. You understand? And he says a people which I knew not shall serve me. Strangers shall submit themselves unto me. As soon as they hear me they shall be obedient to me. The Amplified says foreigners, right? In other words, even people from different places, they will yield obedience to you, unfeigned obedience to you. When they hear of you, they will become obedient to you. It is the blessing of the Lord. Somebody shout hallelujah. Pastors have called me in the United States of America and they say, we want to submit to you. They've called me from India. We want to submit from you. Some guy flew all the way from, was it Ethiopia, Eritrea? I want to submit to you. They come by the droves. Pastors came from Kenya, Nairobi, Eldoret. I have about seven or eight ministries directly submitted to this ministry. A man flew from Europe recently with a very big ministry. He said, me and my wife have come to submit to the anointing upon your life. It is the blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich and he addeth no sorrow. He fulfills his word. Strangers come and serve you. 
they listen to you and obey you. Tell your neighbor, I'm blessed. But he said, listen, he said, you shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be above and not beneath. You shall reign over them. They will not reign over you. It's the blessing of the Lord. That is why I told you it's important for you to understand that. God wants you to be first in everything. And he wants the first things for you. That's what a head is. Let me say it again. He wants you to be the first in everything. And he wants the first things for you. It's called the blessing of the Lord. Personal story. Many years ago, the Lord showed me this wonderful truth in about 2013. It doesn't mean I didn't know it, but it was not yet a revelation. It was something that I knew and I heard and I claimed in my mouth without the understanding. And somehow the Spirit of the Lord started to take me through my life. And I understood that time that I was a man of God, as a believer, as a servant of the Most High, but I was not walking in the blessing of the Lord. Are you hearing me? He started in the small little things. I went back through my years, for example, and I said, in my life, I said, I, the Spirit asked me, how many phones have you owned? And I counted them, there were about six or seven in my life. And I realized, these look like small things, but they're big. I realized that none of those phones had I bought and none of them was given me firsthand. People use them. And when, when one button is not working. Even when you buy it, you buy it second hand. I looked into my closet and 60%, 70% of the clothes some seasoned off had put it on and then put it off and then threw it in a certain place and they collected it and put it on a plane, it flew, went down to a window and came to me. Somebody say fire. You, you even have to put on a second hand cloth. You, you put on something that, oh, something that somebody has, has already put on and then when they're done with it, it's smelling all the sweat and cranny and then they throw it down in a, and then some other guy collects it, puts it in a washing machine and then puts detergent there and the little smell for it and then they pack it in, and then it comes in Kampala, Ooh, lands or on sheep. Are you hearing me? Then they put it dondolo, dondolo, chikumi, 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 tano, kanu, tano, kakwano, tuala. You understand? One time I was parking, uh, passing near uh, uh. Then you have those little guys who bring clothes, second-hand clothes in bags. Very nice stuff, but it's second-hand. You've never owned a first-hand shoe, except if it is China, grade C. You have to 
you have to contradict authenticity to put on a brand new thing. That's why I hate Chinese products. Not all of them, but many Chinese products. I hate it when a man does not respect the original idea. Ugandans, you find somebody with a shoe, it is Galvin Klein. Come on, come on, come on. Is it Galvin or Calvin? Why are you putting on Calvin? Respect Calvin Klein. GK. One of my friends came with socks one time in high school and they were GK. And I know the guy, he was copying the real log of CK, but he put GK. So we called the, the socks Godfrey Kauba. <laughs> Until he put them off. Fight. There is no, come on. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. It's so wrong. Are you hearing me? Even the car I bought, I never could buy a first-hand car. How? Second-hand. No offense. There, everybody's quiet. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. And we used to say, ah, he has a new car. It's a UAX. New, brand new. UAX. Mileage, 100,000 kilometers. Some Chi Lufa has been driving it through. In Guangzhou. Then he gets tired of it and he buys a brand new and then he says, send to Apostle Grace. <laughs> Somebody be liberated tonight in the name of Jesus. <laughs> you don't own anything original. You're always first in everything. I mean second or third or fourth in everything. Even when they remember to give, eh, they remember, okay, ah, oh, we had forgotten Joseph. Oh, Joseph, where are you? You understand? What is that thing that causes men to forget you? You go for a job and seven people apply and you're the fourth person to be remembered. Why are you the fourth? He said you shall reign, you shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be above only. He added only. He didn't say sometimes. He says above only and not beneath. Some of you, it's not that you get second-hand phones, no. But you always hold phones two years, three years of manufacture. Now, they go in a shop right now and buy a Samsung S7. It's brand new. But it is an S7. It was made four years ago. Now it's, it's in those ones which are now the, the prices have gone down. Oh my God, this thing is everywhere. Go to America on Black Friday and see how men fight. Because they can't afford... No, in America it's worse. Oh my goodness. Their phones are on credit. We, we, I, one time I went into a, 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 a movie place eh? and, and I found guys... Paying for movies on credit. I said. That means you're even a servant to the movie theater. Did you get what I just said? Somebody has chairs in the house. On credit. Has a phone in the house. On credit. Is driving a car. On credit. Has shoes. On credit. Has a, wash, a, 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 a microwave on credit. 
and he's an, he's an American. Where some now want to go and make a living. No, Ugandans at least they're buying their second-hand cars, but they're paying cash, baby. You understand what I'm saying? How much more? And we are paying twice the amount for every car they're driving. You look at a car in the United States at $50,000, we pay for it $100,000, and we still drive it. Who is poorer? No offense. Lena Pira, no offense. I'm trying to tell you this spirit is everywhere. It's in the fastest growing nations like it is in the third world. God has given you a citizenship. Somebody shout hallelujah. He has given you a citizenship. Man, that day I ran so mad. So, so mad. So mad. I felt so fallen. I said, God, how could I ashamed you? Are you hearing me? How could I ashamed your name? I went on my knees and I said, God, I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. It's deliberate that when I see a brand new phone, I buy it. The cars I own, all of them, I got them on zero mileage by the power of the Holy Ghost. Zero. Apostle will make a fast driver. It even says, hi, it welcomes you. You feel like you're loved. But have you ever driven a car and it's telling, saying, you take me back, take me back. You understand? You put it in a pothole, boo, and it says, oh. It starts crying and it stops on Queensway. And it says, I'm not going anywhere. Take me back to China. I miss my original owner. There were no potholes in Japan. Somebody shout hallelujah. And so I discovered it for a moment. Well, it might not be practical for those of you who are practical in the things of the world. But let God be true and every man a liar. We are tired of being third, fourth class citizens. We are tired of living a life as though you're the third, fourth thing considered. Some of you don't even put on second hand. You put on fourth hand. Somebody buys it second hand, puts it on for some time, but turns it to the auntie. Auntie puts it on for some time and then you also inherit it. Hallelujah. Then you come on the stage with those high heels. Some, it has been put on by eight women. Are you hearing me? The last one had legs like this. For you, your legs are like this. And so you walk when your legs are something like. Somebody shout fire! And then your knuckles start to ache. Why? You're putting on a shoe. The original owner had a certain shape for it. You're putting because it's the same size, but you also have another shape for it. Your foot was straight, and now it's bow. Because the owner's shoe, the owner, the owner's, the original owner had bow feet. You are a white foot fitting. But because of poverty, you got a, 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 a slim foot fitting. Are you hearing me? Your, your toes enter there. They are squeezed. Are you hearing me? They are, you understand? Until they even develop corn. Why? Spirit of poverty. There's something telling you you can't put on the shoe for your foot. You know, Africans, the Lord has endowed us, you know. And I discovered that it was reproach. And I refused it of my life. And that's what you're going to do today. 
I say that's what you're going to do today. Do you know there are people here who are habitual borrowers? You borrow to pay. Then 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 the interest comes up. Then before you know that, you're paying more for the thing you're buying. Because if you buy it on loan, and it has an interest of three or four years, that means for what you could buy 10 million, you've bought at 20 million. Because you need an extension of time. You are cheated. And you have to double your labor for the same thing a man is buying at an instance without sweat. If you look at your life and add another 10 years with what you're earning, some of you would even commit suicide. Because you don't see beyond tomorrow. There are people in this room, you don't even have a meal today. There are times you enter that house and you don't even have a meal. And the landlord comes and knocks on that house and says, I want my money. The blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. Doing that. Can you have the blessing of the Lord? And they get your stuff out and throw it out of the house. There are people here, the landlord literally threw out your stuff. I know a woman years ago, she was sick and dying. And then she went to hospital. She had cancer, she had HIV, and she had, uh, what was it, tuberculosis or something like that. Three diseases on one person. Are you hearing me? And she left her children in the house. And the landlord came, threw the children out of the house and everything out of the house and locked it. By the time I met her, she did not know where her children were. And she was dying on that bed. And she died when I was watching. And she was born again. She was born again. It might not make sense to you because you've not seen it. I've seen it firsthand. I've seen people who fail to provide for their own. I know a lady years ago, she used to tell, she, she, born again lady, she used to serve God desperately, passionately. I remember one time I went to her house. It was 3 p.m. She had left home the children had not eaten supper the night before. They had not eaten lunch before. They had eaten maize, uh, cob. Eh? And then the whole night ate nothing. Next day ate nothing. They tell her mom where is breakfast. There was no breakfast. So she walks out of the house crazily to go anywhere and meet anybody and ask for money, for food. Are you hearing me? And then she tells them, at about midday, I want you to put on water and boil it. By faith that by the time she comes back, at least she has half a kilo of posho, right? Or rice to put in and they eat with whatever or, or probably uh, boil uh, tomatoes and then fry them and, and probably they eat that. It reached midday. She had nothing. The kids added water into the saucepan. It went to two, to one, to two. To 3 p.m., I enter the house. I find water boiling. I ask them, what is this? They tell me, mom said she was coming with food. I sat in that house and waited. That woman came back at about 5 p.m. with nothing in her hands. 
and she's a believer. She speaks in tongues. She goes to church every day. She wins souls every week. But our house was starving. He says I was young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Neither their seed begging bread. Your children cannot beg bread. Far from you. I said far from you. Your children cannot beg bread. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now I want to bring this to a close. I hate the spirit of poverty. I hate it. I even hate the smell of it. I even hate the look of it because poverty can make a man do things. There are women selling their bodies right now, exposing their bodies to all kinds of diseases. But poverty has killed their value to the level where they don't give a damn if they can only live for five years but have something to eat because it's better to live five years with a meal than without it. And they're selling their bodies on the streets. Their mothers selling their bodies for fees of their children. There are people in unhealthy, compromising relationships because they need a meal. She doesn't love the man. She knows it's wrong to even hang around him, but she's poor. There are people doing all sorts of things under. They're stealing, robbing, and maligning, and doing all kinds of filthy mischief. Because of the spirit of poverty. If they were not poor, believe me, they would not be doing that nonsense. And you have such greater promise. You have such greater promise. Hallelujah. That is why I preached today this sermon. Praise God. Get to your feet. I want you to open your mouth tonight and tell God you said your blessing it maketh rich and it addeth no sorrow. God do something in my life. I must walk in what you have promised to be true. Come on, speak it. Speak it. Speak it. Come on, speak it. I want you to say something. Say something. I'm the reason 
words upon your life. Hallelujah. You have won the victory.
speak upon your life raise your hands in the air I decree as a priest of this house that you eat of the good of the land that the blessing of the Lord settles upon your life you shall have no need of spoil or reproach the eater and the plunderer shall be firm. the lines fall in pleasant places you have a goodly heritage you're the blessed of the Lord nations shall look at you and they shall fear you in the mighty name of Jesus you're blessed going in you're blessed going out you're blessed in the city you're blessed in the country everything you do everywhere you touch everywhere you go the favor of the Lord will override everybody around you indeed you will reign above your peers you'll be many as richer than people your age and God will use you in this world you shall be his holy one he shall an oh God receive it in the mighty name of Jesus come on if you believe it give the Lord a mighty hand of praise I receive it 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 in the mighty name of Jesus thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit two things in a minute and we get out of here there's a there's a person for two days for two days two days two days more so exactly in the night specifically in the night in the evenings you've been feeling like there are mosquitoes walking on your body you touch but there's nothing but you feel you kill but there's nothing but there's li like, like little insect insects have been moving on your body come quickly now hurry 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 like mosquitoes have been moved you feel insects they're moving you touch but there's nothing hurry everything hurry put stand here put up your hands I'm going to deal with witchcraft. I'm going to deal with witchcraft. I need Samashas to stand behind them. Wow. Wow. You're more than I thought. Remove that baby off your back. Remove that lady off that woman's back. Just remove the baby. All right, I want you to put your hands right now. The power of God is coming upon you. Any form of witchcraft, any form of attack. In fact, it's witchcraft. Father, in the name of Jesus, I need ashes. Power of the Holy Ghost! I command witchcraft to leave you. I command witchcraft to leave you. I command witchcraft to leave you. Loose! 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 name somebody give the Lord a man of praise you may go and sit everything I touch is. put them down put them down put them down bring that lady here I need to do something in her life that lady you bring her here
somebody put cast a spell on this woman and they blinded her soul she has a spirit of blindness in the soul in fact she has a pr trouble even remembering dreams or dreaming father in the name of Jesus that spirit of destruction we command you to lose this woman right now I declare and I declare in the name of Jesus for who saw the sun sets free is free indeed and God sets you free in Jesus name it's, it's done you can put it down you're free you're free just put it down now if you're here and you've never given your life to Christ I put it the side put it here I need the salvation people to come here if you've never given your life to Christ and when you want to be born again tonight come quickly the service is out. Come quickly. Come quickly and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And then we'll close. Come on, give me two minutes only. We'll close the service. If you're not born again and you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you want to receive him tonight, come. Come here now. Come here now. Put her on the sides. Put them on the sides. Put those on the sides. Put her, took, take her there. Take her there. Everything that Yes. Back. I command that spirit of infirmity and disease to leave. Heal. 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 Amen. Come and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Come, come, come. Come and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Stand there. 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 Come and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Come. Come, 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 come. Come. Come, quickly, quickly. for you today. Listen, I knew the day it changed in my life. I knew the day it changed in my life. I knew. And it's changing in somebody's life tonight. I knew that day. It was like this. words after me. Say Jesus tonight I have heard you and I believe that you died for me. Say Jesus I believe that you shed your blood for me and you were raised for my glory. So tonight I receive you as my Lord 
and Savior. I'm born again. Amen. Let them lead you. Pastor Zach, go to him. So we're going to take your phone numbers. We're going to take your 